Hi everyone, welcome to Go With The Flow, Yoga Conversations with Ben and Rihanna. I'm Rihanna. And I'm Ben. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3. Hi everyone, we're on the third episode of this season and as you know, we have been inviting some of our yogi friends yes. uh, to come on the podcast and uh, this week we have uh, meditation teachers Sarah, Sarah Black, Black and, and Neil, Neil Sala. Sala. Welcome guys! Hello! Hello. Thanks Collective, for having us! Collectively, you guys are known as Live Awake. PH is that that's your handle. So Live Awake PH is the umbrella group, okay. which um, we have other collaborators with us who just talk about nutrition and oh, other yeah. facets of wellness. Okay. And yeah. Neil and I partnered up as meditation coaches for okay. Live Awake Meditation, yeah. okay. which is our online portal and our corporate program. Yeah. Okay, so when we drafted our list of guests. Uh, we really wanted to invite you to talk about meditation and how your meditation practice started, actually how your yoga practice started yeah. all together. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that and then we're also going to talk about... Um, what you guys have been up to yeah. lately. We were talking about, uh, before we started recording, about your corporate meditation program. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to start with uh, talking about your yoga background. Yeah. So maybe you can start with Neil. How you guys came on the map? Well, I started with meditation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Way back in the early nineties. I love it. So. You just turned fifty, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a friend of mine lent me this book. It's called Autobiography of a Yogi. Oh yes. Yeah. So now he's my guru. Paramahansa oh, Yogananda is wow. my guru. I'm a devotee. Of the self-realization fellowship okay. ashram, okay. so that's how it all started. Okay, but you're also an Ashtanga yoga teacher. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So Neil teaches in yoga, yoga plus. plus. Okay. Do you teach in all their branches or just the one in the? Floor? Um. BGC and Makati. I used to teach in Ortigas, uh, Ortigas but the traffic is getting of bad. Of so. <laughs> <laughs> And then Sarah, Sarah. Practices a lot in Beyond. <laughs> yes, yes I then. practically grew up with that. <laughs> she came in, she my came in through bubbles, no? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So how yes. did that start? So unlike Neil, who had a very divine <laughs> experience where it was meditation was just handed to him in a book, mine was kind of like crazy with a lot of twists and turns and yeah. all that. Um, I had been into yoga on and off for maybe a decade already. You know, yeah. doing it as a workout. If you remember, oh, I need a stretch, I would go in and do, and do that. And it wasn't. On, it was only when I fractured my hip through a really, really horrible um, bike accident that I was able to dive deep into the practice and discover how healing it was. Mm-hmm. In in four months, I was running again because yeah. four of yoga. Months? Yes. Wow from not being able to walk yeah like i literally was like a toddler having to learn to walk again so it was so so powerful for me and that experience just left me with this message in my heart to go to india and at first i was like i don't want to go it's (laughs) like dirty there (laughs) so many blah blah in my mind yeah of course yeah and then and then i had a conversation with neil we were having tea at our favorite place (laughs) 
yeah, ketchup, whatever. And then he was like, why are you doubting? I was like, oh, no, why am I doubting? Mm-hmm. The doubt is like totally constructed in my mind. Yeah. So I paid for it in my teacher training. I went off to India and I came back a completely different person. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was in the Himalayas that I really deepened my meditation yeah. practice because it's such mm-hmm. a sacred place mm-hmm. to learn all these really, really yeah. beautiful teachings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before before you collaborated on this project, you already know. Which, we're, which we were friends already. Oh, How yeah. did you guys meet? I was his student okay. also. Ah, he was okay. the Bakunet teacher after class, asking <laughs> you how your your class went. Yeah. And then I don't know. Yeah, we just we met up in the Sun Life. Um, yes, we did yeah. a wellness event. event yeah. Ah, okay. Wellness together. event. Ah, three then, years ago, two years yeah. ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was this the one out of town? In Boracay. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. A lot of people were on it na super in the fitness industry yeah. then. Yeah. So it yeah. was nice that they added a, a meditation yeah, aspect. That's yeah, good. it was really beautiful. And then we were also neighbors at that point. So mm. we would start meditating in the park with his wife, Dina. Oh, yeah. He invited me to that. another of their... Um, friends who are also from their ashram to come and meditate with them mm-hmm. and really because if you are starting your journey and your exploration into meditation in Manila there's so few places you can That's go true. there's mm-hmm. really so few places and um, it was such a gem to discover you know little yeah. twinkling stars here and there to just help ground you mm-hmm. into the journey that you were going yeah. into so super grateful yeah. for so that Neil started in meditation and then well, stayed in meditation, yeah. but also went into asana <clears throat> practice, and Great. then Sarah from you, asana went into meditation. Yeah. Do you teach asana at all now? I or? do on my retreats. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the type of yoga that I practice, um, it's a combination of asana, kriya, mantra, meditation, okay. all in one class. Yeah. Okay. So tiring. <laughs> <laughs> For all aspects of your body and your brain. How the transition was like, like coming from meditation, a meditation background. You don't hear it a lot. And then going into asana practice. practice. How did that happen? Um, Actually, the asana came because my wife now was doing it. Okay. Okay. But she was my good friend. Okay. So... I uh, oh, wanted to be with her more often, so oh, I joined yeah. her. You know, you know, this is funny because like, a lot of guys who do yoga really start off like that. Like, I'm dating someone, then drag me. It's a great excuse. Yeah. I know. Drag me in it, and then after a while, I didn't even the like guy, it. The guy is totally into it just as much as the girl. Because it was great. hot yoga, so okay. It was torture in okay. the first few classes. Okay. That's but, but you don't you teach Inferno hot pilates? No, no. You take no. it now. I take it. Ah, okay. I take it. <laughs> so you started in hot yoga. Was it Bikram? Or yes, Bikram. Oh. Bikram. It was hard in the beginning, but every time you ended class, it was like, oh, that was a good yeah. uh, session. Mm-hmm. I'm patting myself on the back, yeah. thanking myself for going yeah. through it. And then when did you uh, train to become a teacher? Yeah. Ah, 2011. Oh, That okay. was 2011. And Ashtanga is what you trained Yes, for. I, I yeah. didn't want to do hot yoga okay. teacher okay. training. Totally okay. So, yeah, yeah. I, I went to Ashtanga instead. Okay. Ashtanga Vinyasa. You were practicing Ashtanga at that time also? Yes. Ah, yes. Okay. That's yeah. good. So, medit- but the meditation was 
always there. Um, the meditation was there. I was taking it like a pill, like an aspirin. When I'm very stressed, okay. then I would meditate okay. more. Okay. Yeah. But everything when everything is fine, then I tend to yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was only until 2011 when I started to do it. Yeah. Twice a day. Yeah. Every day, yeah. twice a day. For Sarah, Sarah started with asana, and then what led you to, you know, to seek this meditation training, or did it just fall on your lap, or how did that happen? It was just something in my heart was okay. telling me to go for it, yeah. and I couldn't ignore it. I yeah. was trying to like put it in a bag and like yeah. leave it in the cabinet, but it just kept popping mm-hmm. up. So I said, you know what, I have to just address this already. Yeah. So yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel like it was through asana that you? found more that you started looking for a deeper thing or well, I wouldn't necessarily say a deeper thing because it's all deep yeah there's no better or okay. you know less way um it's just that you use different access points at mm-hmm. different points in time mm-hmm. depending on what your needs yeah. are um so of I I had glimpses of meditation in my asana practice because mm-hmm. you're so deeply attuned to the breath mm-hmm. yeah. um And then it just blossomed from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I think it also had to do with my my maturity at that point. I yeah. think when you're younger, um, your ability to be devoted to a practice is quite limited. Yeah. And it it meditation is not just a discipline; it's really mm-hmm. a devotion. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, coming into it at the right timing also yeah. was really yeah. crucial. A lot of people would be curious about how training in the Himalayas would be like. <laughs> so some probably put a lot of, maybe some romanticize it a lot or mystify it a mm. lot. But maybe you will, you can help us by talking to us about you know how was that? What like? was your yeah. training, training like, in the Himalayas? I can't compare it to any other training because obviously it's the only <laughs> yes. training I've ever had. Yeah. When But, was this by um, the way? This was last April, so okay. April two thousand eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just like any place in the world, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, yes. You could be in the mountains in Bangladesh. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, what is unique about the place is the authenticity of the practice. Mm. Um, when when yoga um, traveled all over India and into the West and into other places around the world, sometimes it gets... Um, read it gets transformed yeah. into other things mm-hmm. and those are all really beautiful because that's creative impulse multiplying um but this just to be able to go back to like the source and and really get these really really powerful practices that you can't access anywhere else yeah. um yeah that's what's special about it so you know you're not like gonna end up some guru in a cave in a cult yeah. you know yeah. um, getting into like some tantric yeah, um, yeah. seizures it's yeah. not like that it's just yeah. it's a real community of real people who are very yeah. loving and yeah. just accept you into this space yeah. where you can bloom it's yeah, yeah it's really amazing it often gets over romanticized yeah and parang people feel na um, there has to be a certain place where yeah. Um, you know, a deeper level of consciousness starts yeah. to show up. Mm-hmm. But then I think it's nice that you clarified, as someone who actually went to the Himalayas and studied, I yeah. think it's good to kind of have good grounding about where it could be effective or yeah, not. Yeah, you I can go to Mount Makiling, same, yeah. same. <laughs> <laughs> Just with the right people and the I right agree. practice, same. Yeah. 
I agree. Yeah. We we often get this image of the yogi as someone who is sitting inside a cave somewhere, and that has that has <coughs> prevailed for a lot for a long time. And then the same goes for the idea about meditation. Mm-hmm. So since you two are here, uh, we, I think it will benefit us a lot if we discuss hear from you. Na parang what is meditation for you? Like for each of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, for me, it's a way to contact God, mm-hmm. or if you don't believe in God, you know the universe, yeah. you know, that higher, higher power. yeah, higher power, higher consciousness, yeah. and uh, to contact God, you must have a technique, yeah. and the technique is first to keep the mind quiet. Mm-hmm. It's already proven in neuroscience the mm-hmm. mind can process sixty to eighty thousand thoughts in one day. So yeah. that's like one thought per second. Mm-hmm. So that's the nature of the mind, really restless. Yeah. But we were given already the tools, so yeah. so to speak, to learn to quiet the mind. Mm-hmm. But like anything, you just need to practice, practice, mm-hmm. practice. Yeah. So that's that's how I would devote myself to. Uh, contacting uh, my creator mm-hmm. yeah, by learning to quiet down my mind yeah. um, and then all the other benefits comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah? Yeah, um, I, I totally agree. It's, it's first and foremost a technique. So if you try to imagine radio that has a lot of static, yeah. that's the general public there's a lot of stuff going on in your mind and meditation as a technique helps you tune to clear the static yeah. so that you're able to receive whatever um, God wants to say so I get this question a lot like what's the difference between meditation and prayer yeah. so prayer yeah. is when you are talking to God and meditation yeah. is when you are listening to when you God love is, yeah I love that yeah mm-hmm. We talk about, uh, so you both mentioned God a lot, and, uh, uh, both mentioned God in this uh, conversation. Yeah. And some people say that yoga is a religion, so what do you think about this notion that yoga is? Religion? I don't agree. Yeah. It's, it's completely not a religion because it doesn't require you to believe in anything. Yeah. It's an experience. Mm-hmm. You literally feel it yeah. in your body, in yeah. your mind, in your soul. So there's no dogma, Yeah. which is what is difficult for some religions because as soon as you become dogmatic that's when violence starts to appear yeah. that's when hate starts to appear and i don't know if that's yeah. something that you're okay with yeah. then go for it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that's, anyway yeah. yeah for me um yoga is uh is that technique and it's very scientific actually mm-hmm. you learn to control first your breathing mm-hmm. Uh, you learn to slow down those two organs that keep working, mm-hmm. the heart and the lungs. Mm-hmm. So learning to control the heart and the lungs by slowing down your breath, then the thoughts in the mind also starts to slow down. Mm-hmm. So it's very scientific, actually. Yeah. If someone was totally new in meditation, because sometimes it can get very overwhelming for people. Like, can you imagine if... They were brand new, never tried, and then you went. It's your way to talk <laughs> yeah, to God. Kind of scary. <laughs> At the end, right? At the end, that's eventually what you will yeah. come across, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say for those out there who have not had like a regular meditation practice or a yoga practice and are 
kind of interested in testing the waters, how would you say someone mm-hmm. new would come into it for the very first time? I would invite the new student to approach it with the mindset that it's just about being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, we experience a lot of anxiety because we're, it's either we're in the past, we're thinking about what somebody did to us 10 years ago, mm-hmm. or we're thinking about the grocery list that needs to get done two hours from now. Yeah. And you're rarely giving yourself the opportunity to be completely in the present moment, just to be in your being and without the urge to prove anything to anyone. Yeah. Um, so it, that in itself is so already so powerful. You come into stillness and silence and, mm-hmm. and be yeah. Yeah. here and now. What are the wildest misconceptions about meditations yeah. that you've heard? Oh my gosh, so many. <laughs> we get it a lot yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, what Sarah mentioned, number one is religion. Yeah. It's, it might go against my religion. Or are you trying to contact the devil? Yeah. <laughs> Things like that. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I have students telling me, so my mom said I shouldn't be quiet because that's when the devil enters my mind. <laughs> or what are these mantras? Am I conjuring the devil? Yeah, um, yeah. And, and you know, that's fine. This is where our culture is at. And yeah. it doesn't mean that it's going to be here mm-hmm. in this space forever. Um, but that's also part of our dharma to help release people yes. of this conditioning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So slowly, it's okay. Yeah. 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 We can love them where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> is your, do you have a typical response? Or yeah. Do you, do you attempt to respond? I think well? this is helpful also, especially for people who are looking into going into yeah. Yeah. yoga and meditation. Like, what is your go-to how do you say yeah. how do you dispel that yeah I, I always tell them okay let's meditate first yeah and then after the meditation i say did you experience anything <laughs> evil there yeah you will validate for yourself yeah mm-hmm. and if the answer is no yeah. that's all you need yeah. you yeah. don't need your mother to tell you what yeah. your experience is you don't need some other foreign authority yeah. to tell you you will feel in your body yeah. if you feel good yes. and if you felt that divine energy flowing mm-hmm. through you yun lang yeah. Ben and I are big believers then of not hard selling it either so parang it's yes. nice to hear other people yeah. with the same mindset like yeah. just try it yeah, that's what yeah. I, even our first guest said you do that's the in Ashtanga so we had uh, Patrick Santos yeah. mm, Patrick the first episode and then his favorite piece of advice from anyone is you do which which means you practice first and then let's see yeah. after which yeah. is right. I think sound scientific advice yeah. You, know? Like, yeah you know you base everything on I think it also comes experience. from yeah and I think a lot of the times we notice that I don't know if you guys feel that same way also but a lot of the people who have lots to say about the practice of yoga and meditation have not done it yeah <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. yeah most of it are like uh preconceived notions of what they Correct. expect. Mm-hmm. But do you think that people are afraid of the power that, and the responsibility yeah. that comes with meditation? Maybe that's why there's stuff they're stuff like, they want to uncover. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, we get that in our two community meditations ago, we had one student who was really bothered because yeah. she started experiencing different lights sensation yeah. which is actually very common in yeah. meditation practice because you're accessing your chakras in a very very powerful um way maybe mm-hmm. you've never done that before mm-hmm. yeah. and um 
yeah, she was just what's happening to me and mm-hmm. was completely yeah, and so we really had to sit yeah. down and explain mm-hmm. um that that's just one experience. Some people hear angels in their meditation, yeah. Yeah. some people are overcome with a yeah. profound sense of gratitude. Everybody has a different experience depending on where you're at. And yeah. those are all powerful awesome. and to in- embrace it um because it's all beautiful experiences. Yeah. There's a lot of fear actually. Yeah. The way I see it a lot of fear uh, around it because of not knowing what yeah. it is. Yeah. So I I agree just do it. Mm-hmm. You know. In fact, that's one of the things my guru yeah. says. Why don't you give it a try yeah. instead of uh, talking about it first. Yeah, and yeah. passing judgment. Give mm-hmm. it a try, prove it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking about doing things, doing it, doing meditation and the experience that comes with it. So we're gonna go into a quick break, but when we come back, we're gonna talk into greater detail about your work. Like how, how does how does meditation happen? Yeah. <laughs> how do you do meditation? And maybe the technique that you guys have in particular, if any, for little yeah. wake. We'll be right back after this short break. We spoke a lot about um, meditation and kind of debunking some of the misconceptions that there mm. is. So talking more about um, what your collaboration in Live Awake PH is. So maybe we can talk a little bit more about the kind of work you guys do there. Um, so we created this um, guided meditation website, mm-hmm. which is called Live Awake meditation.com mm-hmm. so there are several uh, meditations and short talks about what it is uh, how it can help you um, what you need to do you know the proper posture the breathing so anyone can just go in anytime anywhere and just choose yeah so, is it like a membership site type So thing? we have a five-day free trial for okay. anyone who wants to come and join. And yeah. then after the five days are up, if they're interested to come and subscribe, it's either monthly or yearly. Oh, okay. okay. I love yeah. that. And these are recorded? You, Audio. You recorded. Yes. This yes. is you and... This Sarah is and we Nia. collaborated on some of the content okay. and then it's Neil's booming powerful oh, masculine. Oh <laughs> no, we decided I think it's important. Um we wanted we decided on using his voice because there's so many women that are doing most of the people doing meditation are women and it's yeah. good to kind of balance it out so yeah. that a male audience would not be intimidated. They yeah. might think, okay, this is just a chick thing. I, I, I don't want to give it a try. But uh, it's true. There's more balance with... Okay. Yeah. So it's a, I know, it's a <clears throat> well-measured strategy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make, Whatever it takes yeah. to get people interested. Yes, of course. And then, so this has been uh, live for how long? The website? We, we started February. Year. This year. Oh, oh nice. this is very recent. Yeah. Very recent. Yeah. Yes. Very recent. Yeah. And then... Do you, how do you promote it? Do you use social media or do you have events? You have yeah. retreats, right? Yeah, so we have, um, we we share a lot of meditation inspiration on our social media. We have community, free community events. So yeah. people who have um, been on the website and they want to connect 
um, with uh, Sangha yeah. or a community because it's like like our experience. We had a more potent experience when we communi- mm. when we meditated in a group. So For we sure. wanted to offer that to people and also people who are just curious. They they wanna start but they don't quite know how. So the community event is a great place to start. And then Neil and I will be. Um, conducting a uh, yoga and meditation retreat at the farm at San Benito on, oh, nice. on September 14 to 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's um, yoga and meditation yeah. and mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of mindfulness also. Mm-hmm. But individually, how do you, let's say, if I go into your meditation <clears throat> classes, what do I expect? What do I... Mm. Well, for me, we start with... Uh, Assuming you're a first-timer, yeah. Yeah. so I explain the proper posture, yeah. uh, what to expect, and then we proceed first with just the breathing, um, or what we call pranayama. Mm-hmm. Although most people would think it's breathing, but it's actually learning to control the life force in the body mm-hmm. using the breath. Yeah. Yeah. Like what I mentioned earlier, learning to slow down the heart, the lungs, to free off uh, the random thoughts in yeah. the mind. Yeah. Yeah. So we do um, a short breathing technique yeah. and then we proceed to uh, affirmations or yeah. what we call the, the mantra. Yeah. It doesn't have to be in Sanskrit. Yeah. It can be in any language. Mm-hmm. So We also made ours in English to yeah. address that religious yeah. um, conditioning that we have. Yeah. We're tailoring it to the Filipino audience. Yeah. So. Sometimes, because I think when things are in Sanskrit, people think it's Hindu. Yes. No. So, they, so they think yeah. that religiously, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're devout. They're, yeah. they're chanting to a, a god. That, yes, that's yeah, that they don't understand. Yeah, so, yeah. It, I mean, to make it simple, simpler, we just decided yeah. to do English affirmations. Well, and people resonate with it more also. Oh, that's yeah. What kind of affirmations, like, would... Like, is that up to them? Do you say it out loud? Do you oh, no. offer so one? I, yeah, I do uh, say it out loud so they just follow. Okay. Oh, um, nice. We focus on love, peace, and joy. Yeah. Just these three energies. Yeah. So actually, there's just two. There's love and fear. Yeah. So, but, you know, I, I guess it makes more sense psychologically mm-hmm. to add peace <laughs> and joy. You know, if someone is not <laughs> feeling peaceful, he might... Yeah. Or she might have a difficult time processing uh, joy. Yeah, joy or love to yeah. be. So, yeah, love, peace, yeah. joy. Very yeah. strategized yeah. and organized. Yeah. You should take cue out of it. And then the last part would be the visualization. Yeah. So, visualizing uh, these three energies as a light, mm-hmm. and then like a white light, and then you expand, you expand until mm-hmm. you are sending that energy out to all beings in the yeah. world. Yeah. So, which also helps in improving your concentration. Yeah. So there's a uh, breath work. There are affirmations, visualization. Yeah. Yeah. Do you also vasana, <coughs> like in asana class, or how does uh, seated med- the whole time? Oh, yeah, you're yeah. just seated. Okay. The whole time. What pranayama do you guys use in the? <clears throat> I just do. I just follow what I've been taught in the ashram. Mm-hmm. It's always same, same length breathing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So three-part yogic breath. Oh, yeah, like inhale and then yeah. the holding um, and then the exhale yeah. um, so just in, keep repeating. yeah in my in my classes here at beyond I do teach a variety of breath work before mm-hmm. I do the 
the the mantra meditation or the affirmation meditation however those are practices that we cannot teach online yeah because yeah. if there's there's some that are quite powerful and we were just discussing it the other day it's like neil <laughs> i want to include this in our breathing because we're creating new we're in the process of creating content. new content yeah and he's like somebody who's 80 years old might like get dizzy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. so it i mean it opens you know the pandora's box for a lot of That's problems true. because Meditation is ideally taught in a, a guru to teacher to yes. student yeah. environment, yeah. and but because of the um, explosion of digital and we're living in a different world also now. Also traffic. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have to adapt. Yeah, and um, it doesn't diminish the potency of the meditation in any way to yeah. focus on a particular breath work because mm-hmm. they're all really powerful. Yeah. just some have different effect on other people and and vice versa so mm-hmm. yeah for the for the online meditations we have a very it's a little um, more gentle yeah mm-hmm. gentle pranayama the which everybody yeah. can access whether yeah. you're five years old or 75 years yeah. old that makes sense how long are the usual ones online Like so we have five duration? minutes 10 okay. minutes 20 oh, minutes depending yeah. on where the uh, practitioner is at so if yeah. they only have five minutes a day that's a start no yeah, need to be true. overwhelmed like oh I wasn't able to do 20 minutes yeah. then a stress ka pa. what's yeah. the point we're trying to <laughs> stress diba? so enter enter where you're at and, yeah. yeah in fact the we tell our students if you cannot even manage the five minutes that's fine yeah you don't mm-hmm. even have to finish mm-hmm. it you can only do two minutes and two minutes yeah but the the key is practice daily uh, yeah daily yeah. then you will see your development then you get to see yeah. the benefits mm-hmm. yeah. is there any time during the day that you feel is most effective yeah effective in terms of meditation for yeah. me it'd be early morning early morning mm-hmm. yeah. yeah before you get flooded yeah it helps mm-hmm. you set yeah. the tone for the day instead of running around like a manic chicken you yeah. kind of you know are so really grounded and centered and then also it's it's really potent at any time in the day yeah if you're in you just finished like a really horrible meeting and you just need to <laughs> decompress from all of that or you're about to enter a meeting that's really important and yeah. you need clarity of mind then mm-hmm. you could use the meditation in any yeah. situation i have a curious question so in in classes in yoga classes you get a lot of pushy students like people who push themselves mm. in poses do you mm. get similar people in meditation pushy meditators like, like <laughs> 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 the ones like that. do you get those have you have you experienced or encountered um i i do catch um students sometimes and you can see they're in a state of tension yeah but the process of meditation is what allows them to release yes. because they don't have any choice but to not do anything yeah. the point yeah. is to not struggle yeah so just gently reminding them if tension is rising allow it mm-hmm. allow it to pass and then when you can see them doing that again you just give another cue yeah. so um it's very normal for people to not be able to relax yeah. like mm. they're so conditioned to be in a stressful state that they yeah. don't even know what it means yeah. to relax yeah i think that's why guided also is so helpful yeah, then. yeah. because to do it just sitting down with not a lot of technique is so hard yeah mm. actually it's so important if you if you want to get into the practice with um 
some level of commitment, mm-hmm. it's so important that you get the right guidance. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because if you just sit and try to do it on your own, yeah. um, chances are your technique will not get you into the space of meditation. Yeah. Yeah. You'll maybe just be resting. Yeah. And, yeah. Medi- and meditation is a re- very, very deep wakeful mm-hmm. state of rest so a lot of people they'll say i'll meditate but actually they just feel sleepy after yeah because they're coming into a restful state but it's not in a state of awareness yeah yeah so that's the crucial difference mm-hmm. with getting something that's guided and something that you're just mm-hmm. doing on the fly yeah. yeah when people prepare to go into meditation what do you advise them to do like before a meditation class Drop all expectations. Yeah. It's like an asana class. Yeah. Just allow it to yeah. unfold. How about food-wise? Because, you know, <laughs> Same. Very, uh, I have to be sure that, you know. Same as asana, it's better with the empty, empty stomach. Empty stomach. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. clear the bowels. Yeah. If you feel that you need to do, now do that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's okay. the best. Yeah. Clear bowels, empty stomach. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning. So that, ah, that's why it's best in the morning because yeah. you're, you're, kind of, yeah. you're kind of light and um, yeah. you don't have any baggage. Hopefully rested from your I'll sleep. Rested. Yeah. 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 And um, in terms of, uh, what's this? In terms of, you know, the progression, like how, based on your experiences, teachers, how soon do people progress? Or is it really depending on them or... A big factor as a teacher. Yeah, uh, really, really beautiful. So our um, corporate meditation program, which is also applicable to groups, or yeah. we, I also do one-on-one coaching. We have a twenty-one day program, okay. mm-hmm. and I've had a lot of amazing results with students who have gotten the twenty-one day mm-hmm. program because they're encouraged to meditate every day straight for twenty-one days, and they're yeah. guided for five sessions over the 21 days and I allow them enough space to explore on their own, Mm -hmm. always checking in, you know, what are the difficulties, what are the challenges arising, giving them the right knowledge and the right wisdom to back their meditation practice. And at the end of the 21 days, they've done it for a a long enough period of time that the practice sticks. Mm -hmm. So everyone that I've um, coached, with the 21-day program now has a daily meditation practice. I love that. Yeah. So it's not a one-off experience, you know. Um, I mean, we also have a lot of students who will come for community, te- community meditation once and then three weeks later they'll show up and like, I haven't meditated since. And that's fine too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like okay. you can't, not everybody is ready to dive in. Yeah. I mean, our program is there and available for people who would like to jump in. Yeah. But if you also just want to, you know, explore the terrain a little bit here, a little bit there, that's okay too. Yeah. What your own piece. A little bit is better yeah. than none at all. Like yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah. You were talking about your corporate meditation program as well. So is this something that you just started or okay, so something that's yes, new? Yes, yes, okay. it is. What goes into this? Uh, so we've been actually teaching corporate. We both, Neil and I both have corporate clients. Yeah. So we've okay. been going to, Neil has, has been teaching corporate since 2013. Yes. Yes. Oh. Giving talks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah, then yeah. 2016 was the more formal one. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, we are currently calling it uh, meditation and mindfulness stress alleviation training. Okay. MMSA. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is very popular, by the way, in the US and Europe. Yeah. yeah. And where 
it came from Asia, we're not doing it. So, yeah. so, so what, what we, we discovered is that offer. you know we've been we've been offering um, meditation workshops mm. to corporate clients. Mm-hmm. You know, I have, have both been doing that. But of course, when we check up on them again, how's your meditation going? It's really hasn't taken root. Yeah, that's why we came up with a twenty-one day program for the corporate yeah. setting, so yeah. that we can help guide them really establish a daily practice yeah. so These, I mean it's like brushing your teeth if you just do it like once in a while your mouth's really gonna be super funky yeah. right yeah you're so these corporate classes do you guys go both of you or yes separately? Yeah. yeah I love yeah. that yeah so there's a lecture so that people can wrap their mind around the physiological aspect of meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a lot of group work or mm-hmm. partner work where they can process how they're feeling. Um, yeah. There's also journaling that happens so that they can trace their evolution from day one yeah. to day 21 and help them really arm them with the right techniques so that they can stick to the practice more yeah. and more. It's great that we have all of these new neuroscience discoveries yeah. that kind of affirm yeah. this yeah. thousand-year-old yeah. tradition, which shouldn't need any affirmation. <laughs> but I that's guess how people the, are now, right? Yeah. Everything needs like proof. Yeah. I yeah. guess that and makes things easier for yeah. like yeah. yoga and meditation teachers. Yeah. Would you? I mean, Neil, you've been in meditation for since two thousand. No, uh, early decades. Do you think that you know it's changed? Is it easier to tell people or ask people to meditate now? Oh yes, definitely. Because when I started, I didn't have all these data. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that there was no internet. Mm-hmm. back then yeah. so yeah. it was so Near hard to I think at the time it was really like a person to person communication link yeah. you know now it's you kind of just like blast it online mm. and then instantly you have hundreds thousands of yeah. people um, tuning into that and you'll be surprised there's lots of hippie people nowadays yeah. <laughs> it's are, cool. you know why people to... finally caught up and like realized yoga was cool because yeah. even like I always tell the story now when I was starting to practice yoga, um, and when I was starting to, siguro mga 2006, mm. ganyan. So, starting to practice and then teaching a couple of years later, it was so hard. It was so hard. Kulto ba yan? It's yeah. Yeah. Parang, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, my family who is like wildly religious also, syempre parang it was an issue and then, Especially opening a studio, pap. <laughs> what you're gonna open? <laughs> so, parang it's like a big deal, yeah. and it's hard to explain. But it's mm-hmm. it's a it's so mainstream now, which is great. Yeah. 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 Seeing that you both uh, are uh, promoting uh, meditation online to your website, um, I wanted to get like, what do you feel is the role of social media in you know helping? Yeah. Um, meditation. And mindfulness practice spread. So is it um is it a, what are the pros and cons? Yeah, so it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Yeah. So first and foremost, if you are approaching social social media with a state of unmindfulness, yeah. it is has the propensity to leave you with a lot of mental clutter. Yeah. Because there's 
one million things coming at you a mile a minute <laughs> yeah. and and if you don't have um the capacity to discern what is essential for you at the moment you'll just receive yeah. all this information yeah. and then you'll wonder why you feel so burnt out yeah after scrolling through your feed yeah, um true. with a lot of useless information but at the same time it's such a beautiful technology to connect with people yeah. if used in the right way because mm-hmm. it has that potential to reach people you couldn't reach before That's and so then cool. you can and also inspire yeah i mean why how, how have we we were just talking about this at our last communication community meditation like we don't know these people where are they from like, oh yeah out of the it's usually yeah. her student or my student and the they're last just one complete was, strangers yeah. and yeah. you know like they yeah, they trust the information enough to yeah. come and have the experience yeah. with us so yeah. and that's the power of that technology and i think mm-hmm. we really can't discredit social media for like putting yoga out there mm-hmm. and making it quote unquote cool because mm-hmm. like social media really brought it out and inspired so many people to come yeah. on the map and i think it's yeah. nice to see the development now meditation mm-hmm. starting to yeah come to the forefront already yeah mm-hmm. yeah We're gonna take a short break again, and then for our final uh, round, we have uh, some quick questions for you guys, our rapid-fire questions, <laughs> showbiz part, <laughs> and then uh, we're gonna talk about more of your the projects that are underway and our, the projects that you want to do. Okay. So again, we'll be back. See you in a bit, guys. We've been talking about uh, Sarah and Neil's uh, background in yoga and mindfulness and meditation. And in the last part, we were just talking about meditation in greater detail as a practice. So in this part, we want to know how do you envision meditation practice to grow in the Philippines or at least in the communities you're in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what, what are your, your plans? plans are for your, your collaboration together? So many plans, <laughs> <laughs> but baby steps not to get them too overwhelmed, overwhelmed yes. with it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we're, what we're really trying to do is build a strong community of meditators. So, I mean, whether you are developing a personal practice or you or have an existing community like your office, mm-hmm. your team at your office that wants to, to meditate, we are here to guide um, that particular group. And then the the online portal will just develop on its own. Like we'll be coming up with new meditations that people mm-hmm. can access. Um, Neil was talking about doing a meditation for stressful driving to, yeah. to reduce stress. Me every day. <laughs> yeah. So some practical, some practical things. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. We have we have yeah, yeah we have uh, we have retreats. A retreat lined up for September, and the retreats are ongoing. Naman, yeah, okay. like um, sometimes Neil will join me. Sometimes I'll collaborate with another another teacher. Yeah. Um, Is it usually at the farm, or do you um, hold it wherever? Well, we've both had retreats at in Shargao, at okay. the shores in Shargao. It's a yoga community in Shargao, and the farm has been a good option for people who cannot travel. Yeah. Um, so elsewhere. Yeah. It's near lang yeah. 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 Well, for yeah. me, um, my my dream is really to show the because Philippines is uh, really a a huge Christian nation, yeah. And I just wanted to show, based on my personal experience, mm-hmm. 
that you don't even have to call it yoga or meditation yeah. but mm-hmm. if you practice this this will help you in in your daily problems yeah yeah and you don't have to be hindu or buddhist yeah. to practice this yeah uh, in fact there are buddhists and hindus who don't practice that's, meditation yeah. that's really true yeah. so just learning to quiet down your mind mm-hmm. learning to control your emotions and with that you get along with people yeah. whether at home or at work and then you become more productive yeah, yeah. So, you have a you have a long term perspective in terms of meditation because you started really decades ago earlier than us but do you based on the progress that you've seen do you think the practice has a lot of promise in terms of uh, helping people out and helping a lot more people Mm -hmm. oh yes yes definitely so um, I always give myself as an example because Mm -hmm. like uh, what other teachers say why don't you do it you try it and that's what I did and I have so many challenges in life, which I was able to uh, overcome. Yeah, weather or overcome mm-hmm. when I was meditating, yeah. and when I forgot the practice, yeah. then everything just started to crumble. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's also important to look at what we're doing not in a goal-oriented mindset. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to achieve a particular goal. Mm-hmm. What yeah. we're trying to do here is to help people find inner peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when every soul that we can guide comes into inner peace, we will collectively come into world peace. Mm-hmm. So everybody is doing their own part in their small pocket of the world. Yeah. And we're all contributing to that energy. You know, one person is not going to do it on their own. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do it together. So. Yeah. That's really like the North Star. Yeah. And I think also, if you zoom out way too much, it's it's hard. So you have to start like these little steps towards yeah. reaching a certain big goal yeah. within mm-hmm. your community yeah. and the people that you're yeah. in touch with. And I yeah. think it's nice that you guys have made um, this platform available to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And you're, yeah. you're really at it, you guys. So like even yeah. on yeah. your social media, I can really see... Yeah consistently yeah. you guys pushing the practice of meditation yeah. and yoga and I yeah. think that's super yeah. inspiring. Aside from your community, what are the other uh, meditation communities out there? Like, is it something that is yours like new and unique or are there other practices No, similar? so the very popular <coughs> ones are Headspace and Calm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, those are both apps that you can download and they also have their own communities. But yeah. what I would say is um, where Live Awake has more of an advantage here in the Philippines is that we have a physical, actual community. Yeah. Like, if you, if, you, if you downloaded the app, you can't attend community meditation with head spacers. Because, like, you're not yeah. going to fly to the U.S. to do that. Yeah. So I think it's really important for people to connect on a That's face-to-face true. level yeah. and, like, you know, really feel, be able to talk about the practice, share experiences about the practice, yeah. and that's how you build a strong sense of community. Mm-hmm. So having the balance between the the effectiveness and the ease with online mm-hmm. and then having the face-to-face communication and community development with uh, our events. Yeah. yeah. That's great. And That's great, just yes. to add, um, the Philippines being a very religious nation, mm-hmm. um, so the people pray a lot. Yeah. yeah. Now, for meditation, 
your prayer will be enhanced yeah. or you pray better if you start first with meditation. Mm. I get mm-hmm. that a lot from my students too. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying their their connection and their prayer has yeah. developed, yeah. bloomed because yeah. of their meditation yeah. practice. Because usually a person will pray because they're asking for something. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they're just asking for uh, peace of mind or they're praying for their parents or mm-hmm. their loved ones yeah. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But usually when you pray like that, if your own energy, let's say you are praying in a state of fear because you want your parents, let's say someone is sick. Is sick. Yeah. Mm. So that's not going to be very effective. Yeah. yeah. So you remove that fear first, like changing, quote-unquote, your, your energy level, your vibration, mm-hmm. your consciousness. And when you come to that more calm, mm-hmm. peaceful state, then you pray. Yeah. Then you attract the same energy and then you send that energy to the person i think that's really important that you brought that up because i don't think it's talked about enough Mm -hmm. um and i think a lot of people would benefit a lot from knowing how it is not it's different and separate from prayer and can actually assist it in the same way the practice is a tool for everything in your life gives yeah. you some ammunition. Yeah. So instead of seeing it as uh, something Conflict. that competes yeah. with prayer, mm-hmm. it's something that can actually uh, support. support it and enhance, enhance it. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a really nice way of getting into uh, uh, getting to people who have apprehensions about the religious aspect right. of that as well. Speaking of religion, we're going to talk about fun things. <laughs> so, um, we're going to go into our rapid-fire questions from here. Uh, How are we going to do it? There are two. One by one. One by so, one. So, rapid-fire. Question two. one to him. What do we do? Like, like Miss Universe, they have to one. go out. They <laughs> <laughs> just answer. Like, whatever answer. I mean, it's it's quick long the mind. So, it's just one. You it's don't, rapid. You don't explain. It's rapid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So we can go. Uh, We're not good at this. Unahan. Competitive. Okay. Sige, Neil Sarah, Neil Sarah. Sige. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Favorite yoga pose? Side angle. Okay. Shavasana. <laughs> Me too. Best meal after practice? Smoothie. Smoothie. Salad. Salad. Alpha adobo. <laughs> How do you take your coffee? I don't drink coffee. Black with sugar. Black brown sugar. sugar. Okay. Best time for sex? Morning. Morning. I practice brahmacharya. <laughs> okay, you need to explain. You will take it as a guru. <laughs> Favorite drink? Alcoholic? Smoothie. Any. <laughs> Coconut water. Okay. Boca juice. Boca juice smoothie. 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 Okay. Least favorite pose. Lotus pose because I can't do it until <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> wow, so many. <laughs> this one on top of mine. Um, First one. Wow. Uh, yeah. She has a catalog of the poses <laughs> no, she does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ang bilis ng ano eh, favorite. Oh, sinin yeah. alam eh. <laughs> I guess any inversion. Okay. Yeah. We'll take it. 
choose travel the world or eat all you can travel the world travel the world Sorry, eat all your food. <laughs> <laughs> no, eat all your food while traveling the uh, world. <laughs> what would you be if not a meditation or yoga teacher? Mm. <laughs> a business owner. Okay. Of a meditation platform. We'll take it. Okay. An IT executive. Okay. <laughs> An artist. Ah, Love that. But you are still. Yeah. Sarah Black is also a photographer. We forgot. We forgot to like mention. First thing you do in the morning. Meditate. Meditate. <laughs> And then best piece of advice you've ever received. Be love. Meditate. Meditate. <laughs> meditate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Finally, uh, we wanted to close this by asking each of you, what is your teaching philosophy? <laughs> so, Stand hindi up. siya yeah. rapid fire, uh-huh. di ba? Well, ito, extra question. Extra question na to. Mm-hmm. I think it's just to come into a space of acceptance. Mm-hmm. So, the more that you can accept yourself where you're at at the current moment, the more your practice will flourish. Mm-hmm. You're not giving yourselves, you know, goals to achieve at any particular point. Yeah. yeah. And then you just come into this beautiful flow that feels so enriching and nourishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Acceptance. Mm. Um, for me, it's just trying to follow how I've learned from my guru mm-hmm. and then just sharing that. Yeah. Just passing it, passing it on. Yeah. Yeah. So commitment, tradition, lineage, yeah. lineage. acceptance, and lineage. Yes, very beautiful. Because you know why Ben and I like learn a lot also from these things, and yeah. I think after a while, like it's nice to hear and learn from teachers of all backgrounds, and I think it's important to mm-hmm. collaborate and come together, and I think yeah. that's super helpful. Yeah, at the end of the day, we're all students, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's really nice to hear what other teachers have to yeah, say for agree. our own. Growth. Yeah, and we'd we'd love to help out uh, live away grow your following. So, where can they follow you online? Yeah, so we're at Live Awake PH on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, Live Awake PH is a wellness community. We also have a Facebook support group, mm-hmm. which you have to invite yourself to. But well, okay. we accept everyone. <laughs> um, and there we aside from meditation inspiration, we also share. Um, daily hacks, what to eat, yeah. um, how to green your home, mm-hmm. what yeah. cute plants that you can buy for your house, <laughs> yeah. how to segregate plastic, stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. very uh, practical yeah. um, ways to actually put your meditation practice into daily living. Oh, that's nice. Where would you say it's easiest to get in touch with you guys, just in case people have any questions? Um, you can email us at liveawakemeditation at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. So, of course, any inquiries to yeah. our Gmail account. And then your upcoming retreat is on? September 14 to 15 at the farm at San Benito. The details are all on the website and social media. Yes. 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 Slots are still available? We have yeah. four rooms left. Okay. Hooray! Okay. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> when we publish this, there are still rooms. <laughs> over the weekend. So, But I think it, what you guys offer is something really valuable, especially yeah. at this day and age. So, like, it was hard enough to get people to come onto the map. So, now we're... Especially for us as people who 
work hard to have a sitting practice and everything. I think it's important that, you know, people are showing it for what it actually is and not what it's perceived to be. And mm -hmm. I think you guys are very valuable to the yeah. community in that Thank sense. You. Thank you so Thank much. You. For Thank you. We enjoy. That was fun. Thanks for coming <laughs> on the podcast. And I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. So thank you so much for coming, you guys. And until next time, this has been Go With The Flow, Yoga Conversations with Ben and Rihanna. I'm Rihanna. And I'm Ben. Namaste. Namaste.